everybody to Women Wednesdays. I'm so glad that you're listening, whether you're here live um, or watching the rerun. We apologize the live stream for being a little late, but we're here. Um, today we're going to be talking about where your loyalties lie, and we're unpacking the book of Ruth. So last week we started looking at the book of Ruth, and we're going to continue to do that here for the next couple weeks. Um, so today we're going to be looking at Ruth chapter 1, verse 6. So if you want to work on getting there, um, feel feel free, and I'm going to open us up with a word of prayer. Father, I thank you so much for this time. I thank you for the opportunity to be able to um, speak about your word and talk about you, Jesus, openly and, and to have that freedom. I pray, Father, that you be over this time. I bless this time. I, pr- I ask that you bless it as well, Holy Spirit. Just speak through me. I pray that what I say is not... Um, from my flesh, but it's from you, Spirit, and I just say I'm willing. I'm a willing vessel to be used. Um, Whatever you want to do, accomplish it through me. Um, I'm willing, and I just pray for everyone listening. I pray for open hearts, open ears, open eyes, and just uh, something to touch them, and um, I just thank you for this time and your name. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're just going to jump right in today. If you would turn Ruth 1, verse 6. We're talking about loyalty. So we're going to look at the characteristic of loyalty within Ruth, but also recognizing the loyalty within ourselves and the character of God as well. So I'm going to read a a pretty big chunk here uh, a second, but I'm going to read verses 6 through 18. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law to return from the country of Moab. For she had heard in the fields of Moab that the Lord had visited his people and given them food. So she set out from the place where she was with her two daughters-in-law, and they went on their way to return to the land of Judah. But Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go, return each of you to her mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you, as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grant that you may find rest, each of you in the house of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voices and wept. And they said to her, No, we will not return with you to your people. But Naomi said, Turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Have I yet sons in my womb that they may become your husbands? Turn back, my daughters. Go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, even if I should have a husband this night and should bear sons, would you therefore wait till they were grown? Would you therefore refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, for it is exceedingly bitter to me for your sake that the hand of the Lord had gone out against me. Then they lifted up their voices and wept again, and Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, and Ruth, but Ruth clung to her. And she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you. For where you go, I will go, and where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. May the Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts me from you. And when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said, No more. So what we see here and what was happening was um, Naomi had been with her husband and two sons. They had left um, Bethlehem, went to the country of Moab, the region of Moab, and they their sons found wives, but then the Elimelech and the two sons died. And so Ruth wanted to return back to Israel because in verse 6 it said had the Lord had visited his people and given them food because there was a famine going on in Bethlehem. That's why they had left originally. Um, but they returned because the Lord came. And the first thing I want to say, it's like, it's like the Lord's faithful or something, right? They were in the promised land of Bethlehem. And I, we talked about this last week, how they left. And, and yet, 
in a, in a sense of disobedience. Like they were in the promised land and Bethlehem means house of bread. And so if the Lord's faithful, he'd be faithful to provide food for his children. And yet they left because they feared, they feared. Um, and what we see happen is right. The Lord visited his people and brought them food. And so I kind of made a little joke on the side, like it's like the Lord's faithful or something, but he is, he's a faithful God that that's going to bring you through those things. And so that's the first thing I want to hit on. So then uh, Naomi's coming back with the two daughter-in-laws with uh, Orpah and Ruth. And she just says, hey, like, you don't have to come with me. And and so Orpah does it and stays in her land. But Ruth says no and is persistent with it. I want, I want to go with you. I want your God to become my God. And so what we see here is the loyalty of Ruth. And so just the question that I ask you today is where do your loyalties lie? And loyalty, a definition is giving and showing firm and constant support of allegiance to a person. And we see that, that Ruth did that. She wanted to show firm and constant support of Naomi. And uh, what we see in Orpah's response, the first time Ruth, uh, not Ruth, sorry, Naomi says, hey, like you don't have to come with me, go home, please. Um, both girls, Orpah and Ruth are like, no, we're going to come. And then again, Naomi says, no, please stay. And we see Orpah like, all right, backs out. And so I'm not saying that she wasn't genuine and saying she wanted to come, but she wasn't persistent with it. Ruth was persistent with saying, Ruth or Naomi, no, you don't understand. Like I, where you go, I'm going to go. And, and, and and, and I want to follow you. My, your people will become my people and your God, my God. She was persistent in her loyalty in Orpah. When she was given multiple times to leave, she chose it. And so there, there's that difference between genuine loyalty and, and faithfulness and commitment to someone and just kind of making it sound nice. And, and there's, there's a difference. And it's not about making yourself sound loyal or sound nice the first time or committed to someone, but being consistently loyal to them and persistent in a way where you can't deny. Naomi couldn't de deny when, when Ruth was just persistent in saying, no, look, Naomi, like if anything separates us besides death, may the Lord deal with me because of it. She was persistent in her loyalty. So be persistent with what you're loyal to. If you're, if you're loyal to it, do it. And, and a second aspect um, was is this thing of taking care of the widow. Like Ruth, whether she knew being a Moabite, she wasn't, um, she might not have been um, a Christian or, or believed in the Lord or lived under the law. And yet we see her taking care of the widow. And, and so she was loyal to, to taking care of a widow. That was her priority. That's where her priority um, was, not on coming back to a land that had food or being able to have a, a family or, or a mother or just a friend. It was taking care of a widow. And so one thing, the biggest thing that I do want to hit on tonight, though, is when Naomi is convincing them, trying to not come with them, she talks about how in verse 12, turn back, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, even if I should have a husband this night and should bear sons, would you therefore wait till they were grown? Would you therefore refrain from marrying? And so what Naomi is trying to tell these girls is like, in that time, women needed a husband because they 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 needed someone to take care of them and to carry the family line as well. And, and women were seen as property. And so 
Ruth, Naomi was saying, hey, Orpah, Ruth, like if you come with me, I can't promise you a husband. I can't give you that. And, and even if I were to remarry, would you wait till my sons were grown up enough to be able to, for you to marry them? Like it didn't make sense. She didn't, she couldn't promise a husband to Ruth and Naomi. And in that time, women, they, they needed a husband to, to care for them and, and yeah, to care for them. And so I just, that's the biggest thing I want to hit on, right? Is Ruth went, even though there wasn't a guarantee of a husband. And, and I think sometimes ladies, you think my, my call's not going to start until I'm married. What I'm going to do for the kingdom doesn't start until I'm married. I'm not going to become loyal until I'm married to someone. But that's not the mindset we need to have. In the story, we know that Ruth eventually met Boaz, but she wasn't searching for a husband. She went with Naomi fully knowing and expecting she had no husband for her waiting there. There was no guarantee of a husband. That wasn't the reason that Ruth went with Naomi. It was because she was loyal and she wanted to care for Naomi. And that's where her, her loyalty was. It wasn't in finding a husband. That wasn't her purpose in going there. And so ladies, we can't, our focus should never be on the finding a husband. That's not our, our purpose. That's not the ultimate goal. It's doing what the, this book tells us to do, doing what the word of God tells us to do. We've been given a, a command to go and preach the gospel, to make disciples, to, to walk in a, the characteristic of God, to pursue holiness and righteousness. And that's, that should be our loyalty. Our loyalty should be to the Father and what's he, what he's commanded us to do in this word. And so whether Ruth knew it or not, she was caring for the orphan, which is commanded of us. And then there's a blessing for those who care for the orphan and the widow. And Naomi was a widow that Ruth committed to caring for. And so... um, Walking in, in the word of God, that's where, where our priority and loyalty should lay because that's where the blessing comes. And so we see, we know, which we'll get to later, Ruth was blessed with a husband and the family line continued and because of God's grace to use that line to bring the Messiah through that, through that line. But Ruth's loyalty was in Naomi and in serving and it was her character. It wasn't to pursue a husband. It wasn't like, oh, now I'm also a widow. I need to find someone as well. There was no guarantee. And that's why Naomi warned them like straight up, hey, th th this this isn't a guarantee. Ruth was about to go into a land that wasn't her own. Ruth was a Moabite. She was about to enter back into Israel and with those people, the chosen people. And so it was not um, her people. And that's scary. She had no family, no relatives, and yet she chose because she wanted to care for Ruth and she was loyal to her and she was persistent in that. And so it was her character. It was her character. And so I just encourage you women to to be busy doing the work of the Lord and pursuing Him and, and not focusing on the husband aspect, but but knowing when you're faithful and, and doing the Word of God and, and walking in that and pursuing righteousness and holiness and pursuing what this book has told us to do, caring for the orphan, caring for the widow, making disciples, preaching the gospel, those blessings, those promises that you you know in your heart are there to follow. And so um, another thing I want to hit on when it comes to loyalty and where your priorities are and just wanting you to think about that 
and, and what's your what's your purpose in doing things, right? Ruth's purpose in going with Naomi wasn't for any sort of blessing. It wasn't for any husband. It was simply just to take care of Naomi to make sure she was cared for. Um, and so what we see in, in De, uh, the story of Deborah, Israel's commitment was in a leader. And so when the leader fell, so did Israel because their commitment was in a leader and not the Lord. In Luke 10, verse 38, Mary and Martha. Mary, when Jesus walked in, her commitment and her loyalty was to Jesus. And so when Jesus walked in the room, he she fell at his feet and worshiped him. While, while Martha was was committed or loyal to serving which is great but at that time right it's not Jesus wasn't the number one thing and so in Luke 12 34 it says where your treasure is there your heart will be our also and so I, Ruth Ruth's heart was in caring for Naomi it wasn't in getting a husband it wasn't in getting blessed it wasn't in even having a family it was just to take care of Naomi in Matthew 6 33 but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you and so whether Ruth knew it or not she was pursuing the kingdom of God and taking care of Ruth and and the kingdom of God was a huge aspect to Ruth because the Messiah comes through that line. David comes through the line of Ruth and Boaz. And so all those things were added to her um, because of her faithfulness and persistence to to take care of Naomi. And so I just ask you, why, why do you do the things you do? Are you loyal to the word of God and to, to pursuing holiness and righteousness? Or are you loyal and committed to uh, a good job or... Um, whatever ministry you have or getting a husband or a friend or whatever it is, make sure it's your loyalty and your commitment is the word of God and pursuing a life of righteousness and holiness first. And, and don't worry about those other things because they will be added to you when you're pursuing the kingdom first and your heart is the Lord and his kingdom. And so that's what I wanted to touch on today. Just getting you to think about loyalty and, and seeing it through roots, loyalty to, to Naomi and caring for the widow and being persistent in her loyalty to her. She didn't let Ruth's convincing of, hey, I don't have a husband for you. Um, I can't promise you anything. She didn't let Ruth's or Naomi's talking ever hinder her or or keep her from being loyal and persistent. Ruth was persistent. So be persistent in serving the Lord and being committed to him and to serving him and never lose your loyalty to the word of God, even for anything in this life. Um, and so that's what I want to encourage you with today. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you so much for this time. Father, I thank you for your loyalty to us, that you are committed to us um, as well. And so I just pray right now for a spirit of loyalty, commitment, persistence to fall on each individual, that they would be able to humbly analyze in their life what their loyalty and where their commitment is and if it's not you Jesus first and foremost if it's not your kingdom and the advancement of your kingdom I pray that they would humbly realign themselves and, and come before you in repentance and, and readjust and realign where their loyalty and commitment is right now um, and I just thank you for your grace father we receive it um, and we know that you that you're faithful and so as we commit to serving you and we commit to being loyal to you and growing your kingdom um, all these things will be added unto us and so we thank you for that we thank you for your um, amazing 
grace within the story of Ruth. We thank you so much for Ruth and, and the example that she sets for us as women. Um, whether she knew she was setting such a huge example or not, God. Um, so I think I just thank you so much for Ruth and that we get to, to learn from her and, and look up to her as a woman of God. And so I just pray for every single individual listening. I pray especially right now for my women. I pray for complete freedom from all anxiety, from all fear, um, insecurity and doubt and, and worry in their life. And I pray, Holy Spirit, you just fill them up with a peace and a joy and a love um, a joy that surpasses all understanding and a peace as well that that they just have direction and guidance in their life that they would know that they are royalty they they are a daughter of the most high king we love you lord in your name amen um i want to give you an opportunity if, if you've never given your life to jesus i want to give you an opportunity today to do that if you haven't please do it'll be the best decision that you make in your entire life and it'll, it'll change you and so if you've never given your life to jesus but you want to do that i just ask you repeat this prayer um after me i'm going to walk you through a prayer very simple um just receive it in your heart and so if you want to do that just just lift your hands and repeat after me and just say father i love you today i commit my life to you i repent of all my sins i receive your forgiveness i believe that you died on the cross for my sin and three days later you rose again and because of that I now can have a relationship with the Father. From this day forth, my life is yours. Amen. If you said that, I just want to say welcome to the to the family of God. I'm so happy to have gained another brother or sister. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. Um, it, it's an amazing thing. And the next step is, is get yourself in the Word of God. Get yourself a Bible and begin to read it and then plug into a church. Find yourself a good church that, that can disciple you and, and grow you and find a great community as well that can encourage and walk with you and alongside you in this new journey um, that you're about to walk um next if you if you want to give to living loved if you've ever if you've been impacted by us or you want to join with us in what we're doing and in advancing the kingdom and and, and sow seed into good soil and i can promise you it's good soil um we want to give an opportunity right now for you to give and so i just ask you ask the holy spirit what he would have you give and if he would have you give um if you've been impacted or you feel your heart being moved to give um ask the holy spirit how much and then be faithful to do that so we're going to throw out the options right now on facebook and youtube um, you can see those if you are watching from Facebook or YouTube. And then I'm going to also read them for you on Instagram if you're watching this and you would like to give as well. So the first option is to go to wearelivinglove.org forward slash give dash now dash one. So for those of you on Instagram, the easiest way is if you just go to our website, wearelivinglove.org, there's an option to give and all the giving options are in there if you forget um, what I say and what I repeat right now. Next, you can give through Cash App and our Cash App is dollar sign we are living loved. You can give through PayPal at We Are Living Loved. And lastly, you can text to give. So if you want to text to give, text the number 855-760-2241. 855-760-2241. 
Thanks guys so much for listening and, and being a part of, of this live today. And if you're watching the rerun, I just thank you and I pray a blessing, um, speak a blessing over everyone uh, listening. I love you guys all so much and, and I can't wait to um, join you again um, soon for another episode of Women Wednesdays. Love you guys.